Good morning. Psalm 4 and 5 today. Answer me when I call, O God, of my righteousness. Isn't it interesting to see how David calls out to God? Um, it seems as though his relationship with God was strong, that he was like, O oh Lord, answer me. Um, interesting in the Hebrew language that he spoke, he starts with, answer me when I call, O oh God. And I trust somehow the way that that language works, that he is calling out to God in a, in a proper way. For me, I feel like I'd want to be like, oh God, the God of my righteousness, oh please hear my prayer. So essentially coming to God in honor and reverence and then seeking your request. But it's amazing that David, you know, the way it appears is he just answer me when I call, oh God. He right away is, is just seeking God's um, response. And yet, I mean, I really feel like David, of course, is, is seeking to honor God. It's just a, a note that comes to mind as I read this. Listen to what it says next. You have relieved me in my distress. And I think that's one of the greatest ministries of our Lord is that when we have stress, when we have distress, having God's help, having an eternal perspective, having the counsel of His Holy Spirit is such a blessing to us. And, you know, all of us, may we turn to God, and especially when we're stressed, because we're more likely to make mistakes when we are very stressed. So if we go to God and allow Him to give us perspective and peace, um, we're going to be so much better off. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O sons of men, how long will my glory become a reproach? How long will you love what is worthless and seek falsehood? Isn't that something? How long will you love what is worthless and seek falsehood? And just made me think about, you know, what what is it that people are doing that's worthless? Obviously, there's very direct things, um, you know, whether it be, you know, lust or pornography or um, gambling or, you know, drunkenness or whatever. How long will you love what is worthless? Um, may we turn away from worthless things and. You know, I, I, I guess it's probably a little even convicting for me. Um, I think I'm going through a little bit of a transition, and some of you might know that I really love the game of golf, and, and I really do try to use it for the Lord and build relationships with people that I can encourage in, in their faith. But, you know, I just really love it. I love being outdoors. I love the sport. I really enjoy it. But sometimes, you know, that can be – it can be worthless, especially – if you're not using it for the Lord. Um, but I think of like sports in general, which many of you know that I really love, but I like, you know, I still really like a good sporting event, but my daily interest in like, you know, sorry to say it, Packer fans of Wisconsin, but it's like, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't really matter, honestly, how the Bucks do. It really doesn't matter how the Brewers do. It really doesn't matter how uh, the Packers do. It's just not that important in the grand scheme of things. And I think we definitely, as a nation, as a people, and 
now just take it to our own personhood, spend too much devotion on things that really don't matter in the end. They don't don't just doesn't matter. And uh, you know, we only are here for a little while. So we do need to take a look at how we're using our time and you know, redeem the time and use it for the Lord. So I think it's good for all of us to evaluate our our minutes, our hours in a day, and are we spending it doing worthless things? Verse 3, But know that Yahweh has set apart the Holy One for Himself. Yahweh hears when I call. Oh Lord, thank you for the reminder that you hear our prayer. Give us faith, Lord. Give us uh, David's faith to pray as he prayed and to trust you, God, that you're hearing our prayer. This next verse, verse 4, um, my the version I'm reading, the LSB says, Tremble and do not sin. And I spent some time looking that up, and it really could be translated, even in your anger, do not sin. And how important is that, you know, you know, when we're stressed or when we have something that we're angry about, that's when we're more likely to sin, to get our mouths ahead of us. And it, it's saying, be in fear, be in anger, and yet do not sin. Listen to how. It tells us then how. It says, first it says, don't, don't sin while you're angry. But then it says this, listen, ponder in your heart upon your bed and be still. How beautiful is that? You know, when you're angry, when you're really stressed, go lay down on your bed and ponder the Lord and be still and keep your mouth shut and allow the Lord to give you wisdom. It reminds me of Psalm 46, 10, be still and know that I am Lord. Ponder in your heart, meditate in your heart, seek God's wisdom. Wow, beautiful. Thank you, Lord, for that word. May we take that up for the next time we would be apt to respond in anger. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in Yahweh. Now, that's interesting, you know, because the sacrifices of righteousness. Now, there were, by this time, you know, the sacrificial system and animal sacrifices but what comes to mind for me as I read this is, you know, David gave a, a beautiful psalm later in Psalm 51. And he said this, I'm going to pick it up in verse uh, 15 of Psalm 51. O Lord, open my lips that, I might, that my mouth might, de- excuse me. O Lord, open my lips that my mouth may declare your praise. For you do not delight in sacrifice, otherwise I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O Lord, you will not despise. It's such a beautiful song. Um, If you've never heard it, you might want to listen to the um, Sons of Korah. As they sing Psalm 51, you can look that up on like YouTube, and it's just a beautiful song of repentance. But the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, essentially being humble before the Lord, 
and seeing him as mighty. <clears throat> and and the other thing I think of is in Hebrews, the book of Hebrews, it says um, the sacrifices of God, the fruit of lips that confess your name. That, that That's the sacrifice of God, the fruit of lips that confess your name. And we saw that here in, in the Psalm 51 that I brought up. Open my lips that I may declare your praise, for you do not delight in sacrifice, otherwise I would give it. You are not pleased with burnt offerings. So using our mouths to declare the glory of God, the fruit of our lips, saying things of God, proclaiming things of God, that's a sacrifice that the Lord is pleased in. Many are saying, who will show us good? Lift up your light of your face upon us, O Yahweh. You have put gladness in my heart. What a great thing. And, you know, as the people of God, we should be more glad. We should have joy. Oh, Lord, give us your joy. More than when their grain and new wine abound, we should have the gladness of God in our heart that is better than those things. In peace, I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O oh God, make me to abide in safety. A beautiful psalm. Let's continue into Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Yahweh. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God. For to you I pray. Isn't it interesting? Like, I, you know, uh, I, I, I feel like I need to learn from this. Maybe, maybe you would echo that. It's just amazing to me how clearly and directly David cries out to God to hear his prayer. Many times I pray and I trust and hope for God's response and that he's listening. But but David really, really directly calls out to God to, to hear his prayer and uh, cries to God for help. Um, so may we learn from David, a, a man after God's own heart, to cry out to God to listen to our prayer. This really hit me this morning. Verse 3, O Yahweh, in the morning you will hear my voice. In the morning I will order my prayer to you and, and eagerly watch. In the morning. And I have found that to be one of the greatest blessings of my life is the morning. Um, spending time with God. It's right now uh, 5.44 in the morning. And, you know, being in the morning is what allows me to to prioritize my day and start my day with the Lord and to get things done that I, I wouldn't get done if I stayed in bed or if I stayed up at night and particularly and, and just watched TV and did, as we saw in Psalm 4, did things that are worthless. I would just much rather go to bed and get up early and start my day with the Lord and have time. I mean, I was so thankful. Yesterday I had men's group at 6.30. And, you know, I'm trying to provide a teaching through the scriptures every day. And because, you know, I'm so used to getting up early, it just wasn't a problem to get up at 4, 4.30 and do a teaching and get it all done and then still make it to my 6.30 Bible study. And, you know, I, I find that because I, I get up and spend time with the Lord, not only does it keep me in tune with God and, and has blessed, it's been the, one of the greatest blessings of my entire life is to start my day with the Lord. But I will say this too. It also allows me to, during the day, do other things and get other things done 
because I've really spent quality time with the Lord to start my day. I just feel like I have more hours to be uh, effective in life because, uh, I, you know, because of this morning time. And it, it got me thinking about, you know, I know this is echoed in the scriptures. So I just want to read to you some, some things about the morning. Psalm 59, 16, but as for me, I shall sing of your strength. I shall joyfully sing of your loving kindness in the morning. Psalm 88, 13, but as for me, O Yahweh, I have cried out to you for help. And in the morning, my prayer comes to you. Psalm 90, verse 14, O satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness, that we may sing for joy and be glad all our days. Psalm 143, come to hear your loving kindness in the morning. Cause me, excuse me, cause me to hear your loving kindness in the morning, for I trust in you. I love this one. Psalm, or excuse me, Isaiah 50, verse 4. The Lord Yahweh has given me the tongue of disciples, that I may know how to sustain the weary one with a word. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my heart to listen as a disciple. Oh, wow, I love that. And for those of you who know, I love discipleship and wanting to be a disciple, making disciples. And he awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to listen as a disciple. Oh my goodness, does that give honor and glory to God when we listen as a disciple and start our day in the morning with him. How about this? You've heard this before. What a great word from Lamentations chapter 3, verse 23. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yahweh is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. Yahweh is good to those who hope in him. Uh, his mercies are new every morning. You perhaps have heard that before. How beautiful is that? And then I'm almost done, but. You know, in Luke, we're talking about uh, the people coming out to hear Jesus, and all the people would get up early in the morning to come out to him, Jesus, in the temple to listen to him. He would probably, because of the heat too, but he started his day out in the temple teaching. And, and Mark one thirty five, and in the early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus rose up, went out of the house, and went away to a desolate place, and was praying there. So even our Lord got up in the morning. I, I'm telling you, I encourage you to consider establishing a new habit to spend time with the Lord in the morning. And I'll tell you how you do it. This is how you do it. You get up. <laughs> now, listen, that might not sound um, very scientific, but just hear me out real quickly. If you'll get up and just do it, just get up, and get moving early in the morning, 4, 4.30 in the morning. And if you do that three days in a row, you know what's going to happen? You're going to be tired at night because you got up so early. And then you know what you can do is you can go to bed. So a lot of people have a hard time going to bed at night. They're just not tired. They're not ready to go to bed at 8.30, 9 o'clock like I do. But tell you what, get up at 4 or 4.30 three days in a row, and all of a sudden you're going to be more tired in the evening and then you'll go to bed early, and then guess what? You'll start getting up earlier. You'll change your biological clock, and you'll start to go to bed early and get up early, and it'll change your life. I think you'll be a more effective person, and you'll be more godly because you spent time with the Lord in the morning.
All right. Well, may that bless you. Now, moving on in Psalm 5. For you are not a God who delights in wickedness. Evil does not sojourn with you. The boastful shall not stand before you, your eyes. You hate all workers of iniquity. I just want to say sometimes we need to call evil evil, and we need to hate what is evil. We need to hate what is evil. We need to hate what destroys our lives. Like, like we need to hate porn. We need to hate uh, alcohol abuse. We need to hate the things that are done in this world that are wicked, that cause so much trouble. Not just say, oh, well, I shouldn't do that. No, we need to hate it. We need to hate what is evil. Uh, that's not too strong of words. This is biblical words. We need to hate what is evil. Um, you destroy those who speak falsehood. You abhor the man of bloodshed and deceit. But as for me, in the abundance of your loving kindness, I will enter your house. At your holy temple, I will worship in fear of you. There is the fear of the Lord. O Yahweh, lead me in your righteousness because of my foes. Make your way straight before me. There is nothing reliable in their mouth. You know, those who are not of the Lord, there is nothing reliable in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction itself. Their, in, their, their inner man is really just destruction. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. O Lord, O people, let's get our advice from the people of God and from God himself and his word. Be careful of the ways of the world. Hold them guilty, O God. By their own devices, let them fall. Now, you know, David sometimes had really strong words because people were hunting down his life and were really opposed to him. Um, in the abundance of their transgressions, thrust them out, for they are rebellious against you. Now listen to how this psalm closes, though, in verse 11 and 12. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Mm, the Lord is our refuge. Let them ever sing for joy. You And may you shelter them that those who love your name may exalt in you. For it is you who blesses the righteous one, O Yahweh. You surround him with favor as with a large shield. And this gets back to where we were in Psalm 4 and just resting in the Lord, trusting in the Lord. Be still and know that he is God. Have joy and gladness in him. Be thankful to have God in your life. Oh, Lord, thank you for these beautiful psalms.